welcome. This is the Ag Engineering Podcast, where we talk tools, tips, and techniques to improve the sustainability of your farm. I am your host, Andy Chamberlain from the University of Vermont Extension, and this podcast is supported by Northeast SARE, providing grants and education to advance innovation in sustainable agriculture. We're trying to improve the industry by chatting with farmers and getting their input on tools, tips, or techniques that have changed the way they farm for good. Many of these practices affect multiple areas of the farm. Whether it be environmentally, emotionally, physically, or financially, we share the knowledge to promote sustainable agriculture, lifestyle, and business. Thanks for having a listen. Now, let's get started. Today's episode comes to you from Thorndike, Maine, where we interview Phoenix O'Brien of Hallbrook Farm. It's his fourth season on this farm, but he's been in agriculture the last seven. He's growing in the zone 5B and on about 10 acres, 100% wholesale to supermarkets and grocery stores. Uh, Their farm is bringing in approximately $225,000 in gross sales. Phoenix, welcome to the show. Hello. So if you could describe your farm a little bit in one sentence, what would you say? Uh, We are a small-scale vegetable farm growing produce to sell to supermarkets and small grocery stores. All right. Well, today we wanted to talk about harvest efficiency for head lettuce and bunched greens. So tell me a little bit about that. What's that mean on your farm? Uh, well, we're in the midst, I guess, of figuring out how to effectively do that. Um, we harvest, it depends on the week and the season, but anywhere between 50 and 124 count cases of bunched greens and then separately head lettuce. So, and that's been a jump for us from what we were doing last year and we're hoping to do more. I honestly, you know, I've don't really know we don't really know what we're doing we've done it a couple of different ways we have not done any field packing at this point but um you know we either depending on the field we have a bunch of small fields um here and there just the way our ground is laid out fields are broken up but um you know we'll either put a harvest lane every five beds or so on some of our longer fields we harvest a bunch of greens and then just set them in the harvest lane and come through with a tractor and a wagon and throw them up on there. More recently, the field we're working in is just a small one-acre piece with short rows, and um, we've been harvesting into totes and then just leaving the totes right there in the path. There's no harvest lane, and then just driving through with the tractor and um, set a fork and a pallet on there and just stacking on there and then ferrying those out to the wagon. Um, but I guess we're just, and again, we're still trying to figure it out because we're, we're not spending that much time harvesting the material, but we are spending a lot of time handling it. Handling it after you cut it, or you mean in the wash pack? Uh, more so getting it out of the field. Just seems like that, up, you know, a lot of time. Yeah, because um, the, the worker... Cuts it, puts it in a crate, and then carries that crate to the drive row, right? Correct. Yeah. And, you know, ideally, that's not more than, when we have the drive lanes, they're not more than 20 feet away. Right. Um, or 30 feet, something like that. 
Well, that seems fairly efficient in my opinion. I mean, the people aren't walking 200 feet down the road and <laughs> bring it to the end of where the harvest was. No, is. no. I mean, trying thinking about going to more of a field packing situation, but we haven't quite figured out how we can effectively do that yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw at a trade show this winter uh, a harvest wagon that had, like, one of those conveyors off to the side. Boy, that looks slick. <laughs> right, right. We have one of those. Oh, we you haven't do? set it up and used it yet, but <laughs> I have it more, more for winter squash. But, yeah, that might be the ticket. Awesome, yeah. We'll have to touch base on that after the fall. I'll see how that, how that worked for the squash. Right. So how did you harvest the lettuce before you kind of figured out this system to stack the crates in the drive row and come back with the with the pallet on the forks? Um, we were we were cutting it and you know lugging it out of the field just at, and however long that row might be, yeah. um, you know, which on our place just varies a lot. You know, I mean, there's some. The field we're in now, they're 150 foot rows. We have another field there, 400 to 500. Um, as you wrap around the contour of the field, the hill, that just—I mean, we were literally doing that, um, which which eats up a lot of time and nobody enjoys doing. Right. What kind of harvest containers are you using? Uh, we have the buckhorn flip-top toast. I forget the dimensions on them, but they're the, I think they're 21 tall by, or maybe 21 wide by 15 tall or something that like that. That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't recall the, the exact dimensions on them, but um, we thought about going to something a little bigger for um, bunch screens that aren't so heavy, you know? Mm-hmm. So right now you're using those for both head lettuce and bunch greens. Yeah, yeah, we use those for pretty much everything, aside from tomatoes and cucumbers and zucchini summer squash. So uh, I guess there wasn't really necessarily any special equipment needed for harvesting your lettuce if you use these totes for everything else? Yeah, no, and I mean, I think that's the other thing, I guess, around it is it's it's not necessarily, uh, it's more of a management logistics issue not so much a you know there's only so much you can mechanize that stuff unless unless you were going to go very much so in the direction of a you know, very expensive doing it in a very expensive way yeah sure um you know i think for us the answer is just there's got to be a cheap quick way to get the stuff out of the field is there any nuanced tricks that you have to train your employees or is it a pretty uh, easy to learn activity. Uh, harder than you'd think. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, you know, I mean, just making a nice presentable bunch, and obviously, stuff at times is getting stored, you know, held for a week or more, um, depending if it's going to a wholesaler or to a, you know, right to a supermarket, but. Um, you know, just making a nice presentable bunch that has all good leaves in it and, um, you know, something that'll hold up being, you know, it's not like we're the last person to handle it and then we're going to be at farmer's market setting it out on the table. You know, it needs to hold up right through the chain um, or being washed and packed and then pulled out 
the shelf again, you know, put pulled out and put on the shelf, and sometimes handled even another time after that. So, right, um, from the start, you know, just make, yeah, just making a nice tight bunch that'll really hold up, which, like I said, is takes more time to get people trained than you than you might think. So the system seems to be working pretty well for you. What do you think the next steps uh, would be to make it even better? Yeah, um, field packing it. I think if we could, you know, I don't know if we're doing enough to really justify field packing it, but that would be, yeah, that would cut a whole step out in the on the other end of it in the pack house if we weren't handling it once again. But we don't have really great cooling or set up to do that at this point. So you'd probably, would you still try to do some sort of washing on the wagon or? Yeah, that, that was one thought Set that conveyor that we have up with, you know, put a covering over the wagon and make a wash station on the, on the wagon deck and have somebody pack in there. Yeah. Um, or pack right into wax boxes, and if we had ice or a high, you know, a small hydro cooler or something to run them through in the pack shed, I think that would be the way to go. I mean, the other issue we don't we don't run a super big crew, so there's on a given day not, I think, doing field packing with the wagon um, and the wash, you know, wash station in the field is just that we don't. Right now, we don't really employ enough people to make that happen. Um, How many people do you have on your crew? Um, We employ three full-time people and then two part-time people. So on on harvest days, we have um, five employees plus myself. And then after the week, you know, we have three to four people here working. That's not too bad for a 10-acre farm. Yeah, no, we try to keep it uh try to keep the payroll at a minimum. Yeah. We're we're short we are short-handed as well, but <laughs> but yeah. That's kind of our gen- our general attitude is to employ as few people as possible. What's your um post-harvest process look like for the lettuce crop? How are you washing that? Yeah, that all, all that the uh, head lettuce and the bunch of greens, we bring those into our wash pack shed, which at this point is pretty rudimentary. We're getting ready to put something a little better up, but um, you know, so those come out of the field. We have a just a um, skate wheel conveyor that all that stuff comes onto that wraps around our packing shed, and then we just have two of those um, Rubbermaid hundred gallon stock tanks. Um, that we fill with well water, we dunk those, you know, everything gets dunked once and then put on tables. You have one person dunking and putting on tables, another person there filling wax boxes with the head lettuce and then from there on to the cooler. Did you say the product goes right on to the skate wheels from uh, coming into the barn? Yeah, it comes in the truck, you know, comes off the truck and those totes and onto the, the you know, just a conveyor of it. So you don't have to, you can just push stuff down it. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we like those uh, just little um, 
passive conveyors. It's pretty, pretty handy to have around, and you can you know where to if you look for them, you can find them pretty cheap. Yeah. Do you move them around your pack shed at all, or do you are you just kind of set up for that so they stay there? Currently, they're just stationary. Yeah. yeah the space we're working in is pretty tight, so everything stuff doesn't really move. So they're coming in on those skate wheels, and then they get dunked and then packed. Um, what are you using to move it into the cooler? Uh, right, right now we're just moving it by hand. Yeah, um, we don't have one not set up for pallet jacks and all that. Soon, um, you're almost there. Yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> we're closing in on that for sure. But it's uh, no, we spend a you know I don't even know what how many hours I pay people just to literally move wax boxes in and out of that cooler. Um, a lot hours every harvest day. Was there anything else um, you wanted to share about harvest efficiency for your greens that I haven't brought up yet? Uh, no, I think that I think we covered it all pretty well. Cool. Well, if others want to follow up with you and see what you're doing, how should they do that? Um, email is a good way to get in touch. Um, probably, probably the best way. And you're on social media too. Yeah, we are on uh, Instagram at Hallbrook Farm Maine. That would be another way to get in touch. Awesome. Well, uh, sounds good. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, no problem. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you learned something today or plan to make a change on your farm, let me know. I'd love to receive any feedback you have. Just click the link in the description to submit the form. It will help the future of this podcast to be a resource that is helpful for you. And while you're at it, I hope you go ahead and subscribe, share this with a friend, or leave a comment. And if you want more information, check out the show notes on our website at agengpodcast.com. That's A-G-E-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great day. The proceeding has been a production of University of Vermont Extension. For more information on Extension, log on to www.uvm.edu extension.